Hey there, and welcome to Lively Conversations brought to you by Table 112. Whether you're at the table, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope to inspire meaningful talks about life between parents and teens. Thank you for rating and reviewing the show. We want to give a special shout out to Kelly Edmiston, who said this, a podcast unlike any other. This is unlike any I have ever heard. And I've been a youth pastor for 14 years. I've been exploring youth and family ministry research and resources for at least that long. Dana's heart is to help parents and teens have important conversations about life and faith. And she teaches this by having conversations with her own teens. These discussions are theologically rich, research-supported, and practically authentic. This is for any parent or any adult who works with teens. This is for teens who need a safe place to question and explore. I learned so much just listening to Jeremy and Dana engage their kids and ask them good questions. This is really important stuff, and the episodes are short. It's awesome. I'm subscribed. Without any further ado, we are your hosts, the Williams family. I'm Lexi. I'm Jeremy. I'm Justice. And I'm Dana. All right, so it is Thanksgiving Day, and we imagine you, where you are, you're probably driving in the car maybe to visit friends or family for Thanksgiving dinner, or you're sitting down together at the table. We're sitting down together at the table for Thanksgiving, so we hope Lexi's going to stand at the table. Mm -hmm. A long time ago, we made this copper tree, and we cut out all these patterned paper leaves to go on it. And on every single leaf, we tied a ribbon, but we also wrote one thing that we were thankful for. And it was a wide variety of things from, you know, family and friends to Lexi's stuffed animal and everything in between. We always enjoyed putting that out and just kind of reminiscing about the things that we were thankful for and adding new things each year. So today, what are the top five things you are grateful for? My phone. Because <laughs> number one, <laughs> refer to episode one, episode four, and episode fifteen. Stop! Stop! No! Stop! <laughs> I'm also thankful for my dog, who's like my best friend, the best canine friend. That yes. That. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for my family and. Oh, that's such a. You could say family. We will take that. I'm thankful for my family, which includes all my best friends. Um, I'm thankful for my drawing and singing talents. Okay. Um, I'm also thankful for school because education is not... Lots of people don't have education, and so I'm happy that I get to have that luxury. Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in what you just said. Thanks. You said that's justice in the last episode, but I mean, still. I like it when my kids <laughs> drop wisdom. I'm sorry. Smart kids. My uh, turn. Yeah, go sure. ahead. So new music. Kanye. Having my homework done. Yeah, Kanye, but not specifically Kanye right now. Okay. Uh, phone calls with my parents, good hair days, and a hot shower. Mm, that's a good list. That's and a great I, list. I'm crying a little bit. Uh, I am thankful for YouTube. I am thankful for my bed. I am thankful for comfortable shoes. I'm thankful for good friends. And I'm thankful for fiction books. I was like, you've been reading, but you've been listening to fiction. Been listening. Okay. Yeah. Audible, sponsor this podcast, please. (laughs) All right. My five things I'm thankful for coffee. Days do not get started without coffee and Jesus. I'm thankful for my AirPods. Jeremy got a thank you Amazon gift card and spent like half of it on me. And 
Um, it's supposed to be a Christmas present, and I couldn't wait to give it to her. It's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> of course you don't. <laughs> but I love them. They are awesome. And I feel so spoiled every time I put them in. I mean, friends and family, obviously. I'm thankful for my home. I love having a place that is ours and like it has our thumb, our fingerprints on it. And then I am thankful for Saturdays. I love Saturdays because I block them out to not do anything work related. And then I anticipate getting ready for Sunday and getting to go to church with my family. And I just, I love, I love that combination. So having an attitude of gratitude is important and it can actually transform us from the inside out. And so how does having an attitude of gratitude change us? It makes you have a more positive outlook on life. Yeah, I agree with just Especially whenever you uh, look at trials as a positive thing. Yeah. Do you mind sharing about Cesar? Basically, he's a man who has spent the last 18, 19 years, I want to say. I think it was like six uh, or Huh? I thought it was like six or eight years. I don't know. I don't know. He spent a long time laying in his bed in pain because he's got uh, some illness where he's bedridden and he has the most positive outlook on life I've ever seen anybody have. He finds so much joy in spreading the word of God to other people who need it. Yeah, he he can't even move like to pick up a Bible. People read it to him, but he's got it memorized and it's just... Yeah, we visited him. So he lives in Guatemala and we visited him last summer. And and I think we spent an hour and a half, two hours at his house. Yes. With him just talking to us, telling us stories, telling, giving us advice, that type of thing. And he quoted, I think it was 64 verses in all, yeah. like word for word. Yeah. Um, and he, and he would even go back impressive. and like repeat them for the translator because she would get behind on the translation and have to ask him what he said and he he could just go back and say exactly what he'd said again yep yeah meeting a guy like that will change your attitude about whatever trials you're you think you're facing it was sobering obviously the bible says in everything give thanks and so i think that we can just enjoy life so much more when we're focusing on the the good parts or even just being thankful for the fact that we have life and that we have a God who loves us, even if the circumstances around us are pretty bad. Can you think of a specific time that your attitude of gratitude literally changed the world or the way that you saw the world? No. That's okay. I did not. I mean, I guess the story about Miss Downey, but I don't really remember that all that well. So, Is it okay for me to help you share it? Sure, go for it. So you came to me one day and you told me, that Miss Downey was going to contact me because you and some boys in your class had gotten in trouble with her because you'd written a book about her. And in the book, you didn't tell me what you'd said, but you said that you guys had all said some pretty unkind things about her, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so I told you that when we say negative things about people, that it takes more positive things to almost cancel it out. So your, um, your consequence for doing that was I asked you how many things you wrote in the book, and I think you said like three. So I told you that you needed to write 10 things about Miss Downey that you appreciated or 10 good thing, 10 positive things about her. Do you remember that? Yeah, kind of. Do you remember the attitude you started out with? 
I was mad. You were so mad. Like, if you could have been growling and foaming at the mouth, you might have at the beginning of the list. And you started writing, and it was like you were angrily writing down positive things about your teacher. And then as you got to about the number six mark on the list of 10, it was like this switch flipped in you. Yeah. And you said to me, she really does a lot for us. I guess you probably could explain like how that transformed things for you in that classroom. And then the next year. I mean, I was just much more positive about going to the class. It was kind of, it was just a flip switch, I guess. Yeah. You, uh, you were able to finish out the year in a good way. And then you got her the next year and you guys got along all year. So I think Uh, for the most part, um, fourth and fifth grade. (laughs) And I think, you know, I've seen her since then. I think that you guys ended up having a pretty positive relationship in the end. So yeah, here's a quote. Zig Ziglar said, gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. So with that quote in mind, why do you think gratitude opens doors for us like that? It kind of opens up our eyes to all of the good things instead of all of the bad things. So we appreciate the good things more because there's more of them. Yeah. It's like where your focus goes. You realize more of them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like a literal interpretation of what you see is what you get. So yeah. If you're looking for good things, you're going to get good things. I think um, for the most part, we are responsible for our own enjoyment of our lives. And so if I choose to be grateful, then I will be able to enjoy my life more. If I'm enjoying my life more, people will want to participate in what I'm doing. Mm. And that will broaden my connections. It will open up opportunities um, through relationships or whatever. Because uh, nobody wants to hang out with somebody who's a grump or who's ungrateful or whatever. True. You know, you know, if you think about the people that are that you want to be like in life and you want to spend time with in life, it's people that are grateful and people that are enjoying life. The people that we want to hang out with, the people that we want to give opportunities to are generally people that are uh, more grateful. And so if we can be that, then those opportunities are going to be available to us. Agreed. Which is a good thing. Absolutely. I mean, it goes back to the last question. If you have a positive outlook on life, like you're just going to be in a better mood. And whenever you're in a better mood, like, or at least me personally, whenever I'm in a better mood, I'm able to make more positive decisions. Mm -hmm. Whether it's cleaning my room or getting all my homework done. We tend to uh, value things that we're more thankful for. And... Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're more likely to um, be more efficient and effective with our resources if we're thankful for them than if we either take them for granted or if we're bitter about them or something like that. And so um, you can more effectively invest your time and your energy and relationships, whatever resources that you have, if you're thankful for them. That's very that true. Sense? Totally. Okay. I'm actually going back in my mind to days when I used to say how much I hated grocery shopping and it's not my favorite chore, but I enjoy the process of deciding what we're going to eat and bringing home the food and well, and then Jeremy cooking it <laughs> most of the time, <laughs> not always, but sometimes 
Yeah, I remember a season when times were lean and just pulling out an onion and chop, you know, chopping an onion and heating up the oil and just going through that process of chopping the onion and and being so thankful that I could do that for my family. It opened up doors to where I felt like I was making a difference in a time where things felt pretty hard. Is it enough to express our thankfulness in just words or what does it look like if we were to live or be or act gratefully? Yeah, I mean, I think if you just say thank you, like not exactly fully what gratitude is, just to be able to show your appreciation. Honestly, I don't know what that specifically looks like, but like you just know it whenever it's there, you know? Like, you know, whenever someone's grateful for something. Yeah, it shows up in more than just the words, although the words are important. And I think saying thank you is a great starting place. Mm-hmm. Your question reminded me of the end of the movie Saving Private Ryan, which is obviously for an older audience. But at the end of that movie, uh, long story short, a bunch of people have sacrificed themselves for Private Ryan. And as the main character is breathing his last breaths. Uh, he looks at Private Ryan and says, earn this. Basically implying that, hey, a bunch of people gave their lives for you. Don't waste the rest of your life. Mm. Be thankful for it and do something great with it. And you can see at, at the end of the movie that he has done that. He's done something great with his life. And I think there is some danger of thinking we have to earn the good things in our life because a lot of those are blessings that come unearned and they're gifts from God. But at the same time, we can have an attitude of saying, I'm going to do the best with the stuff that I have available to me. Definitely. And I, I, I think that's a really great point to end on that God has given us the greatest gift and he, he continues to bless us every single day and that our lives whether we're using our words or our actions or just the way that we're being can be a thank you note back to him. As we get ready to turn over the lively conversation to you and your family, we want you to consider these verses as you talk. Paul wrote a letter to the people in Colossae to explain what their new life in Christ looks like. Gratitude and thankfulness are a big part. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. With that in mind, here's this week's big question for you to discuss together. What is different than it was a year ago that you are thankful for today? Thanks for listening. We will catch you next week at the table. Happy Thanksgiving. See ya. Bye. Let's get it.